Well, this is the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 15 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as anything that might be going in other news, or just a local sports story, or anything that I really actually feel like talking about. So welcome, 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 and this has been a crazy week, I think, in a lot of senses. But one thing, if my audio sounds different or weird, I'm trying to experiment. Actually, not trying. Forced to my college student has my microphone. He took it and didn't bring it back to me this week. So I am trying this in in a different format. So we'll see how it comes out. But yeah, it's been a crazy week. That we've got my son was in a basketball game, took a got a took a hard foul last night, hit his head on the court, had a concussion like symptoms last night, dizzy. So we've been keeping an eye on him. We're praying for him so he can start feeling better. But you know, you look at the we had another Senate race that the Republicans lost. Uh, I think there's some serious talk needs to happen about change in the Republican Party. You know, we can't just keep doing the same old, same old and, and losing because it is going to impact our Second Amendment rights. But, you know, good news, Oregon, which had voted into law a, a new law, what people were saying is one of the most potentially egregious violations of our Second Amendment laws from a state. They voted in a permit-to-purchase law, a forced training requirements, and a maximum magazine of capacity of, of 10 rounds. And they thought they were going to get around the Second Amendment because they had the citizens vote on it. And Oregon being the leftist, they all voted for it, but that still doesn't negate the Second Amendment. So, so several groups have went in and filed suit, and it went to the, the district court in the state of Oregon, and they said, yeah, we're going to put a hold on the enforcement of this. It went to the, then got appealed to the Supreme Court of Oregon, and they too said, hey, you know, we need to, we're not going to let this go into effect just yet. There's more to come on this, but that, at least there, that's some good news in terms of them putting a, a, a halt on this law going into effect. So we've got that. That was nice. Joe Biden's still out there barking for more gun control. So no, no, I just wonder, did he, has he forgot that he's already said this? You know, we talked about it, him saying it's sick to be able to buy fully you know, semi-automatic rifles or guns in general. So he's out there barking at Jim Jordan. He, he's out there again, you know, doing his thing. And this this is one that is near and dear to my heart. He, he sent a letter to the ATF because the ATF was going to destroy all the guns that were evidenced in, I don't know how many remember this, the, the Fast and Furious debacle with the ATF was allowing federal gun dealers to sell guns to essentially straw purchases for people that were going to take them to Mexico for the to the drug cartels and things, and then they were going to supposedly track these guns, follow them to the end user, and then you know be able to make arrests and everything. Well, you know, in typical government fashion, they lost the guns, and these guns got in the hands of bad guys. They killed one of our border patrol officers with one, and it all blew up. And then the ATF tried to blame all this happening because of the the gun dealers and. They even put into effect a new rule that still is out there today that those of us that are gun dealers on border states have to now also report not only multiple handgun sales, 
the multiple rifle sales. And so that is still out there. And as a result of Fast and Furious, and the problems with Fast and Furious was it was all driven by the government. It was all the ATF. And we just, you know, learn more and more about the what our our government is, is doing out there. And that's, you know, this week we've had the big Twitter file drops. We've got evidence, you know, that the FBI and, and Department of Homeland Security and all have been uh, working with these social media big tech firms to censor us and not allow certain content out there. There's serious evidence that they've been, you know, essentially manipulating the elections. And, you know, this is why elections are so important. We have got to get these people, these big state actors out that they're, they're not concerned about the people. They're not concerned about the, the Constitution. They are concerned about profiting in their own ways and being in control. So, and on that end, as an FFL, I got a new 4473 form that I have to start putting into effect. And again, this form is evidence of what uh, Joe Biden and his administration and the ATF are trying to do to start moving us to enact and gather more information. So there's significant changes on this form. I've been doing this 15 years, and I've never seen a form that really changed this much in terms of its content. They've rearranged it. They've added a few things, but this was pretty significant. So the first thing, whenever I identify what is being transferred, now I'll put in a spot to where I have to indicate whether or not it's a privately made firearm, i.e. ghost gun. I have to have a box now. They're preparing for to check it if this is to facilitate a private party transfer. Why is that? Because we want to get be ready for whenever they force full background checks on everything. It has a new section in the demographic section. You know, previously, you know, the great one was when we added a non-binary and sex. But this one, after you put in your address, you have to tell whether or not you reside in the city limits or not. So it's yes, no, or unknown. I'm not really sure why they're gathering that, what that purpose is. But like, for example, my address is, in a, you know, I have an address, but I don't live in the city limits. So I would have to check yes. And then they get down to two new disqualifying questions. So if you answer Yes, on either one of these, it's going to disqualify you. And the questions are, do you intend to purchase or acquire any firearm listed on this form and any continuation sheet or ammunition for sale or other disposition to any person described in questions 21C through M or to a person described in question 21B1 who does not fall within a non-immigrant exception? So that's basically, are you trying to buy this firearm for anybody that has already answered Yes, in the other disqualifying questions. It says, then do you intend to sell or otherwise dispose of any firearm listed on this form and any continuous sheet or ammunition in further of any of these felonies or other events punishable by imprisonment for a term of more than one year, federal crime of terrorism or drug trafficking offense? So are you buying this for anybody or are you going to sell it to anybody? And then we get into under 21 restrictions. And so if you remember now that anybody under 21 has to go through additional background checks into their juvenile record. And so if I, I have to note, you know, if they are under 21, that's going to be up to 10 days. I have places now where to check that box. 
and identify that the new timeline is going to be for under 20 months. And so, again, we're putting all these things in place for either things that have already been uh, voted on or they're anticipating voting on. So, again, it shows you that the uh, administration, Biden, they have more that they're going to want to accomplish. And we just have to keep fighting for our Second Amendment rights because you know, we have these victories. We have victories like we have in Oregon. We have victories like where we have now one election. We have Jim Jordan looking into the ATF and telling them, to, hey, hold your receipts. I'm going to come look for them. We're going to. We want to see your documentation. And then, but then on the other hand, they're still out there chirping for more gun control. They are going, doing whatever they can with the administration's the, efforts of just putting things in place without having any vote or review by the legislation. And so we have to be diligent in our fight, and we have to start winning elections. That is crucial. We have to start winning elections. So I appreciate you listening. Hope this sound is okay. I don't know when I'm going to get my microphone back. Probably a couple more weeks, maybe even after Christmas break. But we'll see. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a great rest of your week.